gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Like, I'm pretty sure Hulu doesn't own Kitchen Nightmares. You watch Kitchen Nightmares? Dude, I watch every Ramsey <laughs> show. You have no idea. Do you usually follow that up with Ghost Hunters, or do you watch Ghost Hunters before? I don't watch Ghost Hunters. What the fuck? I watch what? Ghost Adventures. Fuck off. Ghost Adventures is stupid. How did you forget, dude? No, I remember. I just want you to... You do know I your just... contact picture on my phone is <laughs> Zach Bagans. <laughs> I know, I know, but like, I'm just kind of hoping one day I'll, uh, I'll wake up from that nightmare, and you will have no. seen the light and become a, a good, smart person. You'll, you'll never wake up from that. Literally, my plan is nightmare. when I'm done here, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna put. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna take a 55 Margot <laughs> 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 and watch Ghost Hunters. It's my Wednesday ritual. It's gonna be awesome. Because wonder why? Because it's here, a great wait, show. What do you mean? Hmm? Done here. Where are you? I can't. I'm not, I'm not at liberty to say. I'm just. I'm curious. I'm in Seneca Falls, New York. <laughs> what are you doing there? It's just a waste of time being there. I'm at my girlfriend's house. Seneca Falls, New York. Yes. Good for you. I hope that's true. It's not true. Why would it be true? I don't know. How would I be in Seneca Falls? There's nothing there. I was there. Did you move? Yeah, I don't live there. You've been to my new house. My oh, house. I thought that was in Seneca Falls. No. Oh. I can't remember. You live near Webster. You were near, You live near AMC Webster 6. I'm more, half an much, hour away from Webster. Much closer to a, a Regal, though. But yes. that, was, that was inconvenient. Not for the pod. I should get for the pod. Oh, yeah. Much closer to the Victor... I can't even get. I actually real inside. I guess this is this might as well be the beginning of the pod because it's this is good banter. Um, inside baseball is that I was like on Sundays I go for like little drives where basically I just I get in the car and I go get like fast food and then I'll just drive around listen to music podcasts whatever just to get away get out and be moving. And I drove by the <laughs> I drove like by the Plaza Six Cinemas the other day. Ugh. Shout out to the Plaza Six Cinemas, no, and they haven't no. changed their marquee, so it's got like Impractical <laughs> Jokers, like I can't remember what the other ones were, but it's like it's frozen in time. It's just like they're not saying "see you soon" or "be well, be safe." It's just this list of six movies. That came I, out I'm sure they fired all of their workers as soon as they were able. Probably. I'm I'm really curious to know how much money they make. I mean, it is the only movie theater in the area. Yeah. Like whenever um, I go by it, it usually it looks pretty detended. Yeah, like, if you I, ever go there on a weekend, it's packed. Yeah, like I don't, I've never been there at night on like a Friday night. To Ooh, see I it's... have. It's awful. I'm pretty sure I saw um, <laughs> Harry Potter two or not two. I probably did see Harry Potter two there, but I met Deathly Hallows two. Mm, I did too. at midnight there. Oh, nice. I never went to a midnight. I saw Gravity there. That was an Ugh. experience. I saw well, the last movie I saw there was the Peanuts movie. Didn't that, like, come out recently? 2015. Okay. I went my mom so to see five it. years ago. <laughs> Semi-recently. And I keep expecting, like, that place is probably going to close down. And it just, it keeps hanging on. No, like, I don't oh, think it'll, it'll, it won't close down. Yeah. I want to go back. I'm definitely going to, 
I don't know when, but I'm going to try to find a reason. Just like if I'm here over the holidays or something like that, and there's like a, a big movie that I want to watch again, I'm, I'm just going to go just to see. I just want to know. Just to know. I'm assuming it's going to look a lot like how I left it, you know, with the little ATM in the corner and that little, you know, <laughs> atrium kind of thing. <laughs> I had to use that ATM a lot. Yes. You, you always get nostalgic about your your first movie theater, and that one was mine. It was good. It was good. I had a lot of a lot of fun memories there. I, know, I just I don't really like that place very much. I know, but you know the first places, the first places and things you do and have usually aren't that good. Mm-hmm. Now I have had <laughs> kind of. I'll probably have it again. Alamo, IFC, AMC Lincoln Square, AMC Kipps Bay. You know the usual places. I was watching a TV show the other day. Oh yeah. And the movie theater that we went to see The Dark Knight in... Yeah, Lincoln Square. ...was in it. What movie, What show was it? Yeah, 30 Rock. Well, duh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I never got into 30 Rock. Really? That seems just... I think you would like it. I know, I, I and I, I should. I, I've seen... But I've seen, like, five, ten episodes somewhere in there. And, like, I get it. But, eh. It's basically just like Tina Fey, like, here's what SNL was like, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Don't really... It's fine. It's funny. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's not, not my thing. It's okay. It's just, it's a female-led show, so... Yeah, obviously. It was never going to be funny. Like, whenever there are scenes with the girls and Ghost Hunters, I just, like, fast forward, you know? <laughs> I used to... Can I, I... You know what? I really have a lot to say about this current season of Ghost Hunters, and you... And I have nobody to talk about it with because nobody else is as stupid as I am. Everybody I know is like not dumb enough to watch this, these kind of shows, and it really upsets me. I mean, go ahead. What's your really... what? Okay, I guess my question is if I can take them seriously. So I need to know if I can take them seriously. Have they adopted the spirit box yet? No. Okay, so they're <laughs> stupid. They're morons. They're not even good ghost hunters. <laughs> What is a spirit box, though? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a thing. It like um. Oh, what does it do? It scans through radio frequencies really fast. What the fuck? It's super loud. Just look it up. I did it, God. <laughs> Why is it such an end-all, be-all? Because it, it usually <laughs> yields results. What kind of results, though? Bad ones. Like but what? A couple of words. EVPs? Not but if they're using kinda. radio waves, then can it just... Isn't that possible it's just picking up radio not if frequencies? Not if they're intelligent answers... Oh, what? They're saying yes? They're responding. Yeah, dude. Whoa. On Ghost Hunters, when they want to interact with the spirit, they like will unscrew uh, flashlights so they can be turned on really easily or have these other things, like if the spirit <laughs> goes saw, near I, it. I saw that in an, an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved once. <laughs> yeah. I like BuzzFeed Unsolved. I, I do, up, too. I got to watch more episodes. Honestly, BuzzFeed, not bad. BuzzFeed's kind of cool. Um, those guys aren't bad. I like BuzzFeed. I don't like the, their listicles and stuff. What the fuck is up with you and lists? Lists are fun. Lists are stupid. There was a time when you liked lists. I was never. No, I never liked them. You're just taking more command over your life now? Is that it? Just the man. But, okay, all right. But if you can just, if you'll allow me. Season, because Ghost Hunters, they rebooted, right? Season yeah, one. Didn't, didn't, um, what are the, the two guys' names? So the main in, guys. So in season eight, it, so up till season eight, Jason and Grant were like the lead investigators. Midway through eight, and I know this because I've been, <laughs> I haven't watched an, uh, I haven't watched 
more than two episodes of Breaking Bad, but I've wor- I've starting like last summer, I've worked my way from f- from beginning to sort of end of all the ghost hunters. So just to know where my priorities are at. <laughs> Fucking enough, whatever, dude. You do you. <laughs> um, but and that, so Grant left in season eight, and then Jason kept it going, and then. Uh, whoever it was just came to both of them. It's like, hey, you want to reboot Ghost Hunters? Because like, sci-fi did this weird thing where like, up for like the first nine seasons or whatever, they were normal like twenty-five, twenty-four episode seasons, and they'd be like six episodes, and they'd take a couple month break, and then it'd be like ten episodes, and kind of mm-hmm. structured like a normal TV show would be. I remember like, that's when I watched the show. Yeah, but like towards the end, they just put out they put out like t- twenty-two episodes over like two years, and just be like two new episodes and then six months of just nothing so they're like that was on sci-fi so they're like hey you want to reboot it and they're like okay cool and a and e got it and they asked jason to come back under the stipend that he doesn't bring any of the old people back he starts like a new crew and he's like nah i like my new crew and then they went to grant and he's like sure i'll do it because like (laughs) i don't know why not and they did nothing better going on. They don't have any money. <laughs> I would love to know what kind of money they made, and because he didn't, huh. Grant didn't work for several years. But um, I bet they made more money being Roto Rooters. <laughs> God, I hope so. It'd be fun because wasn't that their their thing was? Yeah, they were their plumbers. gimmick was that at day during the day they were plumbers. <laughs> at night they're ghost hunters. Kinda. <laughs> no, kinda. Tell me the truth. Yeah, they were. It, it, it's funny though because in my like watching through because they used to start off most episodes they're like jason and grant are out plumbing and they didn't do that for a while <laughs> and then they then, get the call they get the call from yeah exactly uh, the chick from the chick always <laughs> the chick so sexist um <laughs> and then but then one of the chicks left so then it was a gay guy for a little while which was like wow oh. progress uh, but like i was watching in like season i'm in like season nine i think and they started one off for the first time in like several like 20, 30 episodes of like just Jason on a plumbing job. And I was like, oh, this is weird. It's kind of, <laughs> so, it's so weird. But uh, so then Jason started his own show on Travel Channel, which is what Ghost, Hunt, Ghost Adventures is on. Yeah. Like Ghost the, Nation. The which isn't channel. bad. I watched a little bit of it. It's not bad. But did they ever cross over with. No, they're apparently the they're like, Adventures apparently group? they were like beefing. Oh, no. Ghost Adventures. No, I don't, I don't think so. But Grand Jason are low key beefing. It's, it's pretty dramatic. Just uh-huh. sad because they were like best friends and now they're like enemies. They hate kinda. each other. I think Jason hates Grant more than the opposite way because Jason's a total, like, he's a bit of a Trump boy. Like, if you go on his, like, Twitter, he's always just bashing the governor of Rhode Island where he lives. Is like, he the, um, the hair guy? He's goatee guy. Okay, so he's bald, though. Yeah. And then Grant is the one with hair. Yeah. All Grant, right. Grant has hair and no eyebrows. Oof. Yeah, it's very, very weird. His eyebrows gone, which is uncomfortable. But no, season two has been dope because they've been going to like these really remote locations, and like I don't know if it was a producer or what happened, but like you know how they always they always like have certain teams that you see, like Jason Grant always go out together, right? Uh huh. They and had then, those, um, yeah. Uh, and the Tango. old ones was a Stephen Tango. Oh yeah, they had those in season one, and then they completely changed them in season two, and now uh, it's. Uh, ju- like literally, of all the evidence and all the cool stuff that happens, it almost it pretty much almost only happens to like these two guys that aren't the quote unquote lead investigators. Like one's a tech guy and the other's just a normal investigator, and they catch and experience all the good stuff, and everybody else just kind of putters about and does nothing. <laughs> and like you know how at the end they go on the reveal, right? Yeah, yeah. Where so, they go through all the evidence. 
Yeah. So there's this other, there's this guy, Daryl, and he and this other girl, Kristen, are like the lead investigators or whatever. But he never goes on the reveals. It's always her, another girl, and then Brandon, this, uh, the tech manager, who's like, they're st- who just like has taken over. And I'm just, it's so fascinating. I love ghosts. I love my ghost shows. So, uh, it's the best. It's no, you love your ghost show. You won't even give Ghost Adventures a chance. I've watched it before. Watch all of it, though. <laughs> I've watched some of it. They just it's don't. Better. Do they ever catch actual stuff? Sometimes they they catch the same caliber of evidence as <laughs> Ghost Hunters does. How dare you? Don't speak ill of my Ghost Hunters. Yeah, it's the same shit. Sorry, but Ghost Adventures is his really stupid name. It's Ghost. How do you go to Ghost Adventure? That's not an adventure. Name. An adventure yeah, is like so you're going on adventures to find ghosts. You're not. It's not an adventure though. Yes, it is. You're traveling around the country, sometimes the world. By the way, Ghost Hunters International was better than Ghost Hunters. Actually, that's honestly, once I'm done with Ghost Hunters, I'm going to start going through International. Because I know it's like only four seasons, but I I only saw like a little bit of that show. And and since they're International, they're going to like sick places. So I want to see that. Yeah, old thousand-year-old abbeys and stuff. Okay. I, I went to look up adventure and to preview wrong, but it kind of fits. Fuck. Cutting this part out because I'm trying <laughs> to save face here. But no, those are the those are the ghosts. Ghost Adventures, I know, is like their lead investigator. This guy named Rob. With Rob with two Bs. He left the show at some point. If you go on his Instagram, he's like fucking nuts now. And he's he was kind of like... He had like a dad bod on the show, and now he's like one of those guys who just... All they do is their life is just working out. And it's creepy. I was like, Jesus, Rob. You're fucking weirdo. Anyways. So, point being, you and I are going to go to the Stanley Hotel and uh, look for ghosts. Sure thing. I would do that. I would do that. I'm planning on doing it. Now that this whole COVID thing is doing its thing. I'm forcing you to save money. Yeah. Anyways. Anywho. Anyhow. Uh, how are you doing, Cody? 15 minutes in, we're actually starting to actually talk. What's up? Fine. Good. Nothing much. How's quarantine treating you? Boring. You're bored? Yes. Can you, like, go... Are you just completely just staying in your house all day? Or are you, like, going on walks, going in your backyard, or whatever that you you call that? You Man, it depends on the day. Usually, I just stay inside. Yeah. For those not in New York, it's been, like... It's pretty much... We've had, like, one above 70 degree day in the last like three months i think like since i've been around i've only been out in a short sleeve short sleeve shirt like last not this last weekend but the weekend before mm-hmm. and like i've been going to bed in sweatpants and a long shirt and several blankets on me every night and it's may 13th it's such cancer <laughs> i mean i don't mind it i hate i don't like i i i, I mind it here's what i'd like it to be somewhat nice during the day Cold at night. Very cold at night. I like to get. I like to get really warm and snuggly when I go to bed. That's fair. Like I got the. Pi- I got my pillow that I lay on, and then I have a pillow behind that. So like the pi- So I'm kind of like the pillow is like leading up, and then I've mm-hmm. got a pillow next to me. However, the pillow is on top of the blanket. It's a big pillow. It's on top of the blanket, so it feels like I'm being tucked in. It's very interesting. I know I'm, I'm I'm a weird I'm a weird sleeper, soft boy. <laughs> Don't call me that. 
I'm not soft. It's okay. It's okay. It's I'm okay to be an indoor boy. <laughs> I am an indoor boy, but um, yeah, quarantine's been a whole. It's been a whole thing. Animal Crossing's kicking my ass. I'm just ugh. I got good villagers though. I haven't played Animal Crossing in a long time. Wow, your couple little, weeks. Your villagers miss you. I basically at this point, I'm just trying to like. I'm trying to get KK Slider to come. I'm desperate. That beats the game, I'm pretty sure. That's oh, really? the ending. Well, how do I landscape then? I don't know. I gotta, well, I, gotta, I, I need to start landscaping because it's really pissing me off because i got to move some houses because some of them are in the way and some of them are like off-center. And i gotta, like, oh, I got so much I want to do. I, wanna, I want to... My, my end goal is to... I just got a basement, so I want to turn that into a home theater. I'm just trying to figure out uh-huh. how to make that happen. Get some Turn couches. it into a casting couch? <laughs> no. No. That's that's not... I'm not Harvey Weinstein. Oof. Oof. <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, you know, life is just... Grinded to a halt. I just wish I could write this year off in, like, my the tax return of my life. <laughs> Taxes. Yeah. Like, I feel like we should all just get it. Everybody should just get another year of life after this. Because this whole thing has just been like, eh, it's been such a beating. You know? There's, mm-hmm. some, there's things I want to do, I want to be doing right now, that I can't be doing. And it's not my fault. I mean, it kind of, it kind of is your fault. It's not my fault. I meant just in general. Like, there's nothing we can do about it. No. I don't I don't know. I just I I don't know how this goes on and daddy is like reelected. I think I that just I don't think I mean I got to hope you hope so but like nobody's attention is away from the the Rona right now cuz there's nothing else to pay attention to. So like everything that you would like be burying your head in the sand about with relation to daddy and who he is as a politician <laughs> There's nothing leader. we can do. Yeah, it's like you can't ignore it anymore because we are yeah, this not, way because of him. Not for lack of, of trying on his part, though. I know. Like, he's like, he, oh, God, he's... I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, like, there's this is the only thing he hasn't been able to, like, I don't want to talk about this anymore, so I'm pretending it doesn't exist. Because like, he did that with Russia. He did that with literally, like, the not like when he said Nazis were cool. Like, he did all that stuff. He's like, well, I'm just going to do something really crazy and stupid that people have to move on from it, and then... We'll just mm. deal with that later. But, like, now he can't. It's, like, front and center. There's nothing to distract to because nothing else is happening. Exactly. <laughs> That's why he's, like, super psyched about Flint. He's like, ah, oh, finally, something. And then again, nobody really cares. No normal people care, I don't think. But About what? Flynn. Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't been paying attention to that. So the Justice Department basically said, hey, we know, like, you pleaded guilty and stuff, but, like, we don't care anymore. We don't care, so you're good. See you later. Yeah, but, like, it's not, but that's not the end of it. Like, it's up to the judge to dismiss the case, so it'll probably keep going. But, I mean, it's uh, right now that he's being set up to be pardoned. It seems like it's going to happen. But, like, even then, it's, like, not that big of a deal because there's shit going down. I don't know, but... Let's see if old Grandpa Joe can make it happen. Bring his magic in there. I would not count on it, dude. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't. Will... It just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. I I think so. I think I think people are. That was the biggest issue for people in the primaries, and 
Democrats did well in the midterms, and Joe's kind of inoffensive, and this whole groping scandal, or whatever you want to call it, is sort of, you know, not really tracking. Like, did Megyn Kelly even do her interview? I haven't heard anything about that. I don't think so. She did her interview. I don't know if it posted yet, so it's like, it's Joe. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody nobody knows what's going to happen, but... Nobody knows. Old Joe. Old Joe. He's old. <laughs> so, somebody, uh, somebody like uh, circulated the video on Twitter of like he was doing a, like a live town hall and like a blood vessel just exploded in his eye. Oh no! <laughs> he <had> a, <laughs> an eye full of blood. <laughs> it's just like okay, that's Joe for you. Uh, oh, Mister Biden. Anywho, uh, anything you want to talk about? Else you want to talk about before we dive into uh, the Capone the movie? Well, not really, unless you have a topic. Fucking magnets, how do they work? Um, if you can tell me what that's a reference to, I'll give you, I'll, ven- I'll venom you $10. Actually, I don't know. Sorry. You don't know. That's an, uh, that is a reference to an Insane Clown Posse song. Okay, I'm glad I don't know that. <laughs> I feel like I'm better for not knowing I may, I don't think I've watched it. I don't think I heard it in a song or I think I saw us in the video of somebody like making fun of the of ICP. I don't know why they would do that because ICP rules, but whatever. Yeah, would you consider yourself a juggalo in spirit um, and how you conduct yourself, you know? It's yeah, like when somebody says I'm wise for sure, but yeah. not an outward appearance, no. I think that'd be a really fun bit is to just like go to juggalo fest. Just hang out with the juggalos. Interview people. Yeah, just kick it with them. I feel like they'd be pretty chill people. Not, not like I the think smartest that, that's people, what I but hear. they'd be pretty I hear relaxed. That they're all pretty nice people. Yeah. Juggalos? He's, better than furries. I'll say that. I would, no, I'm going to say it. Absolutely. I'll say, I'll say it. that too. Juggalos are better than furries. Juggalos. And there goes half of our uh, viewership. <laughs> Fuck you guys. It's one step too fucking far. Listen, we, we make statements on this show, and the we statement is... <laughs> we never claim to be a PC podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not afraid to stick my neck out for my for my Juggalo brothers and sisters. Believes. I meant it. <laughs> Shout out to the Juggalos. Okay, let's uh, get into Capone, then. Yes. Hey, bada bing. Huh. Call, your mu- call your mother. Make sure the sauce don't stick. Hey, Shamil. Uh, now, now I'm getting the whole Jewish thing. Shout out to Jewish seller. That's in case. Do you know what the difference is between Adolf Hitler and Al Capone? Hitler's dead. Capone lives like a king in Florida. He has full-blown dementia. I have reason to believe it could all be an elaborate act. What's this about? We have information that your client may have tucked away a very large sum of money. You can drop the hat now. You got goons walking around. Capone. Or as I like to call, Cap One. Capital One Bank. Where you can save 38% by opening the savings account using the code RealFlix. Saving 38% of what? Wait, that doesn't even make sense. 
I'm just reading the copy. I'm just reading the copy they sent us. I don't know what it are, means. Are we being sponsored by, like, a dumb bank? <laughs> yeah, we're being sponsored by Capital One, where you can save 38% on Snon's Mons. On uh, saving ca- <laughs> on real fake doors. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, uh, uh, Daddy and I both use Capital One. We are really? both. That's one thing we have in common. We are both Capital One customers, which is weird. You shouldn't be a customer for a bank, but that's a whole other capitalist nightmare that we don't have time to get into. I am a ride or die key bank, <laughs> dude. Key bank is for fucking simps, bro. I also do have a. Um, what else do I have? I have a city credit card. How many credit cards do you have? Two. Why do you have two? Um, one to pay off the other. Oh, Cody. <laughs> No, I did a balance transfer on my one of my credit cards. That's not smart. You shouldn't do that. No, it is smart. Why? No, I don't have to pay interest on my balance. I don't, I don't get it. Listen, that was an adult decision to make, <laughs> and I'm sorry that you can't understand it. <laughs> What's it mean, though? Why not just use your money? Why you, why you use a credit card? I just got a credit card like a year ago. Um, I just I use had, it, and then I pay it off. I did, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> So you were you irresponsible? Very. <laughs> what was it? What was the most irresponsible thing you used with your credit card when you first got it? Oh, nothing. I never used it on a big purchase. That's how bad I was. I just used it to go out to eat a lot. <laughs> and you never paid it off. I mean, I, I'm paying it off now. <laughs> you never paid it off at the time. No. Why not? Didn't feel like it. <laughs> Didn't have enough money. <laughs> Cody. Naughty boy. I'm working on it now. Okay. All right. I'm proud of you. <laughs> but I'm also a, uh, I also have an ESL account. What's that? English is a second language? <laughs> no. There's a bank <laughs> up here called ESL. <laughs> I only have a savings account with them, though. But I also have a huge loan out taken out from them. Okay. For my, for my car. And my car. Don't forget about mm. that. You always forget about my, the car you got me. Miss the Jeep Patriot, dude. I, you miss it? I miss, I miss it. it. That was that was that was that was a excellent car. vehicle. Great excellent car. vehicle. I love that car. Man, now you're making me sad. Oh well. Um, Capital. No, wait. Capone. Sorry. <laughs> <Cap> <laughs> that one. was a that was a genuine mistake. Cap one. The movie. Um, so I have been tinkering with a new discussion format for singular movies like this. So with it just being the two of us and uh, don't worry about Josh. He's just in career orientation. So he's starting as a capital one customer service <laughs> relations. Um, he's in their sponsorship department uh, PR. Um, but it's genuinely um, too bad. He's not here though. Just, <laughs> I, I feel like it would have been a much livelier episode. Well, I mean, listen, Ron is hurting everybody. Right, so I don't begrudge him using his nights to be a be a cam girl. You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do in these in these trying times. Very fair. All these TV commercials tell me that we are living in uncertain times. And yes, but we are all in it together. <laughs> no, we're in this together. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a really dumb bit, but every anytime I see one of those commercials, which is like anytime you watch broadcast television for any reason. Um, and one of those, <laughs> just for my own enjoyment, whenever one of those ads starts and it's like, cause it's, you see the same thing. It's like piano and like people in a house, like working on stupid mm-hmm. stuff or whatever. 
I always, even if it's not that, even if it's not it, at the end, I always just say to myself, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they have a, like a really heartfelt, we're in this together kind of ad. You choose like Ameriprise Rent-A-Car or like insurance or something like that. But if, if I just say Flamin' Hot Cheetos at the end, it just, it makes me giggle. I'm laughing mm-hmm. at my own jokes, guys. Nothing's changed. But anyway, Podcasting 101. But anywho. <laughs> Cap One. Um, so start off like always. First impressions. What did you think of Cap One the movie? What did I think of Capital One the movie? Um, great card. No. Um, awesome cashback. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at. Uh, I don't know. I did. I don't think I liked it very much. Right. That's my first impression. Uh, I'm a little more certain with my beliefs because you can't commit to anything, as we all know. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know what the point of it was. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at too. I there were some yeah kind of cool sequences, right? But why were there kind of cool sequences? Yeah, the one of the. One of the thing is, like, I want to know why certain decisions are made. But on the other hand, I don't want to hear hear Josh Trank speak <laughs> or read what he has to say. Uh, because the last time I did that, I heard about him saying he had bitch tits and eating and scooping KFC mashed potatoes with his fingers on the side of a highway. And, is that true? Yep. Apparently he broke down and he just scooped KFC mashed potatoes with his fingers. Has know. he um, commented on this movie yet no he's like doing the whole he has he's like i think i haven't looked in a while but he's been doing that really annoying thing i i hate this when anybody does it when you retweet compliments no that just is such a uh, that's such a killjoy it's like dude relax like we get it you want to you want to create some positive buzz and share some love with your with the people who enjoy your movie but it just comes off as so sad (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, Justice League did that for a while. If you ever look in the Justice League Twitter account, good time. Like, the weekend after it came out, they were just retweeting compliments from, like, random eggs being like, going to see it a fourth time, taking the fam. And it's like, (laughs) I feel like that's what you do when, like, things aren't looking well. But the movie's doing relatively okay critically. I mean, it's it's an up, up, it's it's certainly jump up from his last one, but um, still, like, it's fine but he's he's basically saying i think i saw a quote from him it's like if if it makes people uncomfortable then good and i have a whole i have some things to say about that uh but as far as initial impressions go i just didn't get it i don't know why this movie was made i don't know why this story quote unquote was had told. to be told yeah and we'll get into it as we go in various places but like i don't know if this wasn't made by the guy who flamed out harder than almost anybody has in Hollywood and most publicly, then I don't think we'd be giving it the second thought, but because it's him, it just, it's, we put it under this big and, and and certainly people have had, you know, have come into this with their, you know, with knives out as one, as one could say, because, you know, he's carries with him, you know, the way he kind of handled himself with the whole fantastic four thing. It's like, Um, can you call it by its real name, please? Fan four stick. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm of the belief that, like, there are a lot of people 
banging on the door of Hollywood, and I just always get upset when, A, somebody succeeds that is an asshole, which I'm not saying he is, and B, when somebody keeps getting second, keeps getting, like, gets a second chance after just kind of blowing it. I'm not saying he's, I'm not mad that he's getting a second chance or anything, but, like, I don't know. Is this really what is, I'm just, I just don't know why he used his second chance His chance to make this, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. But that's a whole, that's a whole thing. But, um, yeah, overall, it's, yeah, like I said, I don't know. If this is made by Drew Smith, we're just like, oh, that's kind of weird, but whatever. Nice first try. Yeah, and now we're just like, oh, well, what's it actually about? And getting into the psychology of somebody (laughs) who I don't think is all that complicated, but that's, you know. Who knows? Um, Psychology of it. Oh, Christ. So I, I just think it's it's a mistake to look at this like he's the Coen brothers or Spielberg. Like, he's, I don't know, he he's like... <laughs> I think when it's all said and done, he and Todd Phillips are going to have pretty similar careers in terms of the things they make. I just don't, like... Their kind of sensibilities just don't really click with me, and I don't think they're really... I think they they think they maybe are more... Uh, thoughtful, I guess, than they may be. And, like, I'm sure Josh Trank could probably make a really fun, like, heist movie or something like that, but I don't really think he's the kind of person who should be making a character study. <laughs> but, I don't know. Maybe maybe will prove me wrong in the future. I don't know. But, um, so we're gonna save likes and dislikes till the end, and I'm just gonna, we're gonna run through some categories, and we're gonna see how this, how this feels with this new f- somewhat format. Um, okay. so this one's pretty answerable, I think, cause it's one of the things that I like the least about it. What's Twitter going to hate about this movie, Cody? Poop. Yep. Let's talk about poop. So that you remember the, a minute ago when I said that he isn't like who, the Coen brothers or Spielberg? Yeah. Yep. That's it. <laughs> so I am just, I don't understand why. Anybody feels the need to make violent shitting a part of a movie? Well, I mean, okay. If it's, I understand, I understand the reason why it's there. I do. I get that it shows that he's losing his faculties. I understand that. Yes, but yeah. why do they have to do the same bit twice? That's that's what I want to know. Right. What was? What did we we gain? Right. Like there's a bit in Jackass where they throw a guy in like a portable, like a, a what are those called? Porta potty. Porta potty. Yeah, they like fling him up in the air with like bungee cords or something like that. Great. Do that as much as you want. Bridesmaids. Eh, to a lesser degree. Not my favorite part of Bridesmaids when she like has she shits on the plane or whatever. I think vomit's a lot more funny than shitting is personally, but you know. I don't think either of them are that funny. Well, that's because you're not as enlightened as I am. Fair I, enough. It's yeah, true. I'm smart. I like vomit humor. Um, and it's not, not like this was even played for humor. It was played more like a gag almost. Like the, I don't know. The scene where he just rips out in, when they're talking to those SBI, FBI agents, I felt like it was coming for a laugh. It was trying to get a laugh, I think. Which, like, no? I don't know. I just, like, poop is not funny. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you. Like, 
honestly, one of the hang-ups of, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm old or anything, but I'm getting to the age where it's like you start thinking more about children being in your life. It's like, oh, well, should I do this? Because what if I have a kid that sees it or whatever? But, like, one of the big turnoffs of this whole fatherhood thing is, like, I really don't want to clean diapers. And I'm not going to be an asshole who's like, my wife has to go clean the diapers or whatever, because that's a shitty thing to do and say. So I'm just like, I don't, want to, I don't even want to deal with it, because, like, it's gross, and I don't want to have shit on me. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to watch movies with it either. Like, I can't think of the last movie that I saw that used shit as a plot point, and it wasn't as a gag. And I get it that Capone's losing his stuff, but if you take shitting your pants out of the movie, what do you lose? <laughs> What, no, what? you're right. You're exactly right. They they could have gotten the same like because he pissed his pants earlier in the movie. Too. Sure, that's fine. I get it. Like that. That's, that was a part enough. of Stars Born. I'm fine with pissing your pants every now and again. Whatever. It's what it is. But like, that's why I just don't like. I mean, I just don't think Josh Trank should have as many opportunities as he may have in the future. Because like, he came back and the first thing on his mind was like, well. I got. I really got to make a Capone movie where he just shits his pants, and that's important to me. And it doesn't need to be in the movie, and it's just gross. And I know that I've like I'm fine with gratuitous violence. I really am. When that scene in BVS when he like rips that guy's arm out of his socket, or John Wick where I can't remember he does something. He does like with a pencil. That's great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. But if you're gonna sh- if you're gonna show me a movie where somebody shits their pants. Twice. Twice. I'm showing you the door, man. I just can't deal with it. And again, what does this movie lose if he doesn't shit his pants? <laughs> he made a choice where he's like, and then I want a scene where he shits his pants. Again. And that is not <laughs> that is not a person that I think has a great understanding about the art of cinema. <laughs> Call me crazy. But, <laughs> but other than that, uh, I think, yeah, that, yeah, that's pretty much what Twitter would hate. Uh, <laughs> I came up with this list of topics, and I feel like I want to add to them, maybe take away, depending on how this goes, a while ago. But this is a fun one. What role could Michael Stubarg have played? Or should he have played? Um, Al Capone. <laughs> See, but I actually give him something to do. No, probably... I like him in the Matt Dillon role. Who, is, who did he play? I don't know who Matt Dillon is. Uh, he was the guy that ripped his eyes out. Oh, that's not bad. I could have also seen him as uh, the Kyle McLaughlin role. Oh, the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would have been good as the doctor. He would have been um, soothing. The bit is that Michael Stubarg is a great actor, and he should be in everything. And we both love Michael Stubarg, right, Cody? He's a very good actor, yes. He's awesome. I love Michael Stubarg. Uh, this probably should come, take place later, So, but we'll see how it fits here. Uh, is this movie going to matter in five years? doesn't matter now. <laughs> Savage. So no, is I don't think so. Yeah, I in think my opinion, I don't think I'm going to be thinking about this movie past tonight. Right. I think depending on how Trank's career goes, and I think he's got a TV show lined up next, and he's doing some rewrites on random stuff. But I feel like this might get looked back at by a, by some people as like a misunderstood character, like cohen or like sign of things to come or something like that i guess the answer is like he's too early in his career to tell how what kind of legacy this is going to have but i feel like this and that's not a, an odd opinion at all because 
for all intents and purposes, it's the first movie he's made that's all him since Chronicle. That it's gonna have a we're gonna look back at this and be like, oh, that's the kind of filmmaker he's he was trying to be, and it's just mm-hmm. like the first stage to maybe a movie like this that actually that works, you know, better, and that people go nuts over justifiably, I guess. Um, but yeah, you're right; it doesn't really matter now. But I don't think I don't the def, you define matter however you define it, but I don't think people are gonna be like, oh man, 2020 was a weird year, but like. What really stands out to me was like that Capone movie. It's like I don't. Th- I think that the great Capone movie I don't think has been made, and I'm having a hot take about that later. But um, you got a performance part coming up, or should I talk about my anecdote now? Um, actually, I think I have one next. Uh, is this on anyone's Mount Rushmore of movies? Um, no, that's the five best movies, right? Four. Four best movies? Well, not best, but, like, most iconic movies. <laughs> maybe Josh Trank. <laughs> well, he's only in three, but two, maybe. But I guess mainly the person to ask about this is Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, no. Yeah, this I is know. not one of his best roles. I mean, this is one of the only re- leading roles I can recognize, but mm-hmm. <sighs> he deserves so much more. Oh, yeah. He's a better supporting actor, though, I think. Mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good read. All right, let's get into likes, likes and dislikes, and all that kind of stuff. What's give me your anecdote? Oh, I was talking with somebody about this today, and <laughs> they said that probably Tom Hardy's going to win Best Actor for this movie because it's one of the only movies that came out. <laughs> that's a very real possibility. I know. Just think that's the world we're living in right now. But, I mean, Hugh Jackman is, gave a better performance, so... I don't oh, know. That movie I didn't watch. But it's a great movie. You should watch, because it's awesome. Um, <laughs> interesting to see how the careers of Josh Tank and Corey Finley have gone, because it kind of came up at somewhat similar times, but, oh well. Um, I, I, just, I really want to talk about the story a little bit what more. What story? Yeah, I just... So, there's a lot of exception to the case, and I, I I made it very clear on here that like I you know sometimes I often come off as like the snooty film dude, but like I don't watch very many experimental films or like you know Jim Jarmusch just to name off the top of my head like really art house like Elephant Man like I don't think I've really seen many Dave, a lot of David Lynch stuff you know I I like. I don't like things that are abstract, I guess. I do mm-hmm. like a movie with a beating heart. I like something that has some sense of fun and entertainment value in it. And from what I understand, this is like Trank's attempt to do that kind of a, a Lynch sort of... This isn't. This kind of defies what you would expect from this kind of a movie. I don't think he's good enough to make that kind of a movie, and I also don't think that it serves this one well at all. Because... This every like movies have to have literally the only th- the main thing about your movie. If you don't have this, I don't think you really have a movie. Is like your ca- your main character has to want something, whether it be I mean, the girl, you can say that he wanted something, the gauntlet, the the <laughs> the computer to work right, <laughs> the end to end control to uh, you know to be a be a gangster to be a king whatever there has to be something 
and this is just for me, for my, uh, but this is like the case for most movies. And I'm only saying this because I can't remember the last time I, I saw a movie that didn't adhere to this. It's like you got You have to want something. You have to. You have to have. You have to want something, and then have obstacles put in your way to get to whatever you want to. You want to get. Well, and, you could you could make an argument for this movie and having something he wanted. Um, he wants to know where his money went, and the obstacle is his syphilis-ridden brain won't let him know. Right, but here's so. Basically, this entire movie takes happen uh, over the course of this movie. We never, other than like the first that first few minutes when they're at the dinner table, like you never really get to know who Capone is. I don't know this guy because he's just chewing on carrots or making these gurgling sounds half the time. And even when even in the moment when I thought I was like, okay, so we're going to see this Capone, but like I knew that there's some co- sort of fantastical kind of trippy element to it that I'm like thinking oh well these visions or these flashbacks we're going to see him you know as he is I guess and as you know we're going to learn more about him and then he's the same guy in the flashbacks and there's just Trank's just giving us nothing to go on and it's completely he's not making any kind of a statement with it I guess is my main (laughs) problem it's he's not like presenting Al Capone as a three-dimensional character He's just showing him as a vegetable, basically, as a toddler. And I get it, because, like, you want to show Capone at the end where nobody has shown him bef- nobody's shown him in this way. But what am I supposed to, what am I supposed to root for, for like, like, or just think about or be invested in? No, yeah, there's no hero in this. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that there has to be a hero. I'm just saying there's nobody to get invested in. That's what I meant. No, you're right. There, there is nobody to get invested to in this movie. And I think I don't, I don't like anybody in this movie either. Right, and that's what I feel like Trank is asking us to do. It's like I think he's asking us for to get asking for us to get invested in Capone. And while the movie recognizes it a little bit, like he's not a good person. Yeah, he's a villain. <laughs> so he's a bad person. Yeah. So like I'm sympathetic. At face value, but then, like, when I see... Because, like, you know, losing... I, I feel like mental deterioration is the worst thing that can happen to a person, I think, because... Yeah, one you of know, the worst. Exactly. Sure. It's your... I mean, eventually, it happens to everybody eventually, gradually, but when it kind of snap your fingers happens all at once, it's a scary thing, and it's awful and sad and stuff. But then I remember, and, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, well, he's still a gangster. Like, I get... He still did the Valentine's Day Massacre, and... So it's like, I, I just don't know what Josh Trank is asking us to do or what the point of doing, of making this movie really is. And I don't, and, and part of me doesn't think that he really knows either. And that's sort of what got me about this. And then let's, I mean, we joke, but there's no story to this movie. There's no progression of events. You could sh- you could show me any scene and tell me it's in any part of the movie, and I'd believe and you. And it would I just, work, yeah. And it, it and they try to and it and a lot of these scenes honestly feel like they're padding out, like they're filling time. No, yeah, I think that's. I think this movie was really just Josh Trank showing or trying to show how cool he is um, with his trippy parts. And I'll give him credit; they were cool. The flashback scene of him in the banquet hall, and the one in the street, and that Matt Dillon ripping his eyes out thing. Those were really, yeah, but just but just in the in the the grand scheme of the whole movie, just yeah, they they were they good. don't mean anything. Yeah, they were bottle scenes exactly, but they don't trans 
they don't they don't translate to any other part of the story. Like, oh yeah, he goes back to this ballroom and everybody's there and they talk to him, but then he goes back and he's you know sitting on his porch on the dock with his carrot and watch and the FBI's monitoring him and there's this buried treasure and there's this illegitimate son or something or other like that like nothing in this movie connects at all like not, there's no relationship between the scene of Matt Dillon ripping his eyes out and this weird sort of not sort of plot thread about this buried money like some people like Kyle McLaughlin seems like he's after it and asking about it and the FBI's asking, but that about doesn't it. go anywhere. And Capone's like, "Oh, where did I put that money?" And they have it at the end of like his fortune was never recovered. I was like, "So then, why tell us about it?" Yeah, like <laughs> how do we know it's real then? Yeah, and there's and I don't know, I don't know if you watched the trailer. I I I did briefly, and I saw enough to be like, "Okay, it looks interesting." And I revisit after the movie. The trailer is just all over the fucking place. The trailer it has nothing to do with this movie. Because in the trailer, if you watch a trailer, it's like you think, "Oh, it's going to be a mixture of the FBI investigation and this bear and this missing money, and like there's these people that are say- are telling him to stop faking it, or not in that exact way, but along those lines." And it's like, and then you watch the movie, and it's literally those scenes in the trailer right. connect to nothing. Though, like those, that scene has nothing to do with the scene of him in his bathroom. Which was kind of creepy. I didn't know what to make of it. What was that? Was that real or not? I don't know. I'm guessing not. But, like, who is that guy? <laughs> Why is he... What's he doing in there? What the fuck does it matter? <laughs> and, like, it, and honestly, if you gave... If he gave this script to... Uh, who's a good person for a movie like this? Hmm. Uh, Me. If he gave it to you, yeah. Listen, okay. This is like the this is a good first draft of the script. This is a good kernel of an idea about how to do a last days of Capone movie. And I'm not saying. And my hot take from earlier is that Capone is like the most overrated person in organized crime history. He he was powerful, young. He did some damage, and then he went to jail and died at 48. So he was cool for like six years or something like that. And then he was <laughs> super boring for the rest of it. Like, I mean, his rise was kind of, was intriguing just of how he got there, but, like, he was not, he's not the, he's not the big, he's a, he's definitely a good, like, social studies figure of, like, oh, and here's this cool gangster who was also tied into prohibition. That's exactly it. That, that's all he's known for is prohibition. I don't know, and I guess... It's probably that the Untouchables, that movie with Kevin Costner, where he played he's played by De Niro. That's probably why we care about him to this day because he really he I I mean I I did a deep dive after it just to reading about him and he's not that interesting of a guy. Sorry, sorry to say, he's interesting enough, but like it literally, I, and you should give me credit that it took me this long. But like Russell Buffalino is a much more interesting figure in organized crime history than. Al Capone is, and he had a much bigger impact. Pesci from the Irishman. I don't. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) That's just a bone I've had to pick with Capone for like my entire life, and I've just finally been able to talk about it. But um, finally, you have a platform. Exactly, or a reason to, because like Capone doesn't really show up in the news often. (laughs) Like it's just he just sort of was around. Um, But. And this movie doesn't really change that. I don't. I don't think Al Capone is any more interesting because of this movie. That I mean, hey, the fact that he 
you know, ten he hid ten million dollars. Nobody's found it. That's neat. Cool. All right. So I think just <laughs> I, I got the same information that I got from this movie from an episode of <laughs> Ghost Adventures where they go to the prison. Eastern State? Uh, wherever he was held. Eastern State or Alcatraz. So, yeah, that one. Alcatraz? Oh, either one. Uh, the one where he had the really nice padded cell. That was Eastern State. Ghost um, Hunters went there first, by the way. So either, but you know what I mean, yeah. where they say they have a, a two or a sentence where they say, yeah, Al Capone went crazy because his brain was melting. Right. Like, that's all you need to say. Yeah. Yep. And that's kind of it. That's sort of this movie. It's like, yeah, Al, Cap- Al Capone went nuts. And like the supporting cast was also really not interesting. <laughs> like I thought, like if you tell me, oh, it's going to be a Capone movie, but he's barely going to speak and... He's going to be in a vegetative state all the whole time. It's like, okay, then he's probably got somebody around him who we can follow along. But, like, it's kind of Linda Cardellini, but she's also not in a lot yeah, of she's scenes. She's not even in a lot. Yeah, she's not in most of the movie. It's kind of Matt Dillon, but he's not in a lot of scenes. It's kind of his son, but he's not in a lot of scenes. It's kind of the that advisor that he shoots at the end, but he's not in a lot of scenes. And it's like, this movie's just so abstract, and it has no no reason to be. <laughs> It just, it I don't know. Be... I think I think abstract is giving it too much. Uh, well, abstract doesn't mean it's good. I just think it means it's trying to be. Like it's, it's not. But I don't know. It's just it's, it's you know what weird. You, could call, you know, like you know what you could call a a six year old's picture. <laughs> you could technically call it abstract. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well done. Abstract done by Picasso and abstract done by a six year old are different things, but they technically can still be both considered abstract. Is all I'm saying. But, right. And that's kind of this movie. But like, I, I mean, I, and um, <laughs> there's also another scene that I really wanted to get your take on because this one, I don't really know what what Trank was going for here. Uh, there's a scene later on, and the, and one of the one of the more honest moments when like the when the FBI agent, the blonde guy, goes to that like his boss, or whatever. His boss like nobody gives a shit about Al Capone. I'm like, <laughs> That's Why fair. put that in your movie about Al Capone? That's kind of fair. Yeah, that, that's true because it kind of deflates the whole reason that you know to be watching this because they, the FBI doesn't care about him. And it's like, oh, and then this guy's going to figure something out that's going to be like, well, you should care, but no, he just shits his pants. Maybe he's got some money. Maybe. I mean, ten million dollars in nineteen was a lot of money. Yeah, but still, it's like okay. Um, but there's a line in that scene. That's the first line you hear in the trailer that I really want to talk about a little bit. Where the where the FBI agent, played by Jack Loudon, says, you know the difference between Adolf Hitler and Al Capone? Al Capone's alive. It's alive. I'm like, excuse okay. me? Did, you, did, that, did that jump out at you at all? It just it jumped out at me as not making any sense. Which concerns me, because that's not true? When does the movie take place? Like 1948, I think. Then what do you mean it's not true? Al Capone is a bootlegger mafia boss, and Adolf Hitler is Adolf Hitler. Oh, I mean, just, I think their point is is that they're both bad guys. But that's not the line, but the line is, you know the one difference, I'm gonna, I'll pull up the trailer just so I get the line right. 
and I don't mean to harp on this line, it just stuck out to me, like, what the hell are you talking about? Al- if you're comp- comparing Al Capone to Adolf Hitler is like comparing getting bit by a kitten and being mauled by a tiger. Both equally as bad. I don't know what your point is. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, I'm pulling up the trailer now. Hold on, I have to watch a thing from Stars. Does anybody have Stars? Not Does me. anybody have Stars or Showtime? Okay. I on. know somebody who used to have Showtime. I don't know if they do anymore. I'm sure they do. Hold on one second. So, okay, sorry. So. It says, it's. do you know what the difference is between Adolf Hitler and Al Capone? Hitler's dead. What? How are those two things? So how, how does that line? Like, I really, I genuinely do not understand what he's trying to say there. It's like, it's, I'm not saying that Josh Trank is normalizing Hitler or anything, but, and I, and, and, and I completely recognize that that's not the director speaking, that's the character speaking, and that he has, and the character has their own end goals, but, what? Why, why wasn't that, like, what, what are you, dude, what are you talking about? He's an old senilic guy who killed a bunch of gangsters 15 years ago, and Hitler is fucking Hitler. He killed six million people eight years ago. Or, like, two years ago. Like. And tried to take over the world. Al Capone wanted to sell booze. He didn't want to take over the world. Hey, he probably wanted to take over Chicago. But not the but world. But if he could take over the world, I bet he'd want to <laughs> as well. I don't get it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that just, I, I don't know. That that line comes off to me as irresponsible, but I don't know. It, 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 I think you're giving it a little too much weight, but I, I understand what your point is. I think it seems to me that yeah. that is just a uh, a cool line. Like he's he's trying to flex his writing skills, like a, a Sorkin kind of thing. And there's also a lot more differences. For one, Al Capone is <laughs> Italian. Adolf Hitler is like Austrian, mm-hmm. uh, and also one tried to take over the world. Is all I'm saying. Like the body Again, count is I, drastically I think, off. I think you're putting too much uh, thought into it. All I'm saying is that's the first line in the trailer, the only trailer that's been released. So it must have been important. And it just—I don't know. Whatever, whatever. I'll move past it. I just—I uh, don't get it. Let's talk about Tom Hardy. I don't know what he sure. was doing, but this this script is, gives him nothing to do. So I don't blame him for going nuts with it. I'm not saying it's a bad performance, but it's definitely not a good one. I don't know. I mean, you're right. I mean, but like you said, it's not his fault. No, I don't. I mean, I don't know why he signed on to this knowing that it's in. Cause like, there's not much to do with it. It's like, he, I, just, I don't think there's an actor in the world who could have made it work. <sighs> Probably not. No. You got some names. John heater. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you want that you I feel like I, dro- dropping a John Heater joke every now and again is good because nobody thinks of him but they no, always because uh, he hasn't been he, you, haven't need to, you haven't needed to he's just been John Heater I don't know what he's doing he's doing something last John Heater movie I saw shout Probably, out to John Heater like fucking bench warmers bench warmers is low key good Hot take. Benjamin Warmers is definitely a better movie than this. I'll give it that. That has a, that has a plot. 
Jesus. That Jormers is like a, I don't know, that's, that, I, I thought that was funny when I was like 13 or whatever, and I'll just think it's funny for the rest of my life. It's one of those things. But, um, uh, but yeah, Hardy, it's, I get it. I don't understand why he did this the way he did it. I don't blame him. Well, I, I read somewhere, it might have been your review or somebody's review, that he's always wanted to be Al Capone yeah. like in a movie. Yeah, so yeah. this is probably the only chance he's gotten, being the most Irish man in the world, to, pay, to play an Italian mobster. Well, that's not true. And, and People play different. Like, Al Pacino played a Midwesterner, not an Irishman, just using it as an example. So it's like, yeah, that happens. Come on, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean. Okay, I guess I do. But like, nobody's making an Al Capone movie nowadays. Because like, exactly. Why? What's so the point he's of like, it? he's got it's true. It's the yeah, only yeah. chance right. he's got. Yeah, no, I, I certainly don't blame him. And hey, the hanging. I think they shot this in New Orleans. Hang out there for a few months, make a movie. Hell yeah, it's a good gig. Get paid. He probably yeah. got paid for it too. Yeah. Like, what do you think the budget of this movie was? Uh, probably not that much. Guess. Twenty million. Twenty point five million. Don't know where it went. <laughs> but um, I guess it's kind of... It's, it's a Tom Hardy and... Uh, yeah, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon has like a $17 million fee. <laughs> watch that. Um, Linda Cardellini, maybe. Yeah, probably. Did they make her look old or is she actually getting old? I think they made her look old. She still looks good. She's baby. <laughs> she was fine in the movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, she was okay. I mean, it's no... Velma, but that scene when he shits the bed and she's like, "Oh, you shit the bed." No, no, they called him Fonz. Oh yeah, oh Fonzo. yeah. That's she got mad when they called him Al. Yeah, that was okay. That was kind of interesting. Um, I'll give the so so I'll, again. I'll say that a lot of seat moments in this movie worked. Like when he goes nuts with the gold Tommy gun at the end. That was a pretty great scene. I'll give. I will certainly give invested, credit there. Yeah, that's the most invested I've been. But then, what happens five minutes after that? It's not real. No, the movie ends. That too. Oh, is it not real? Yeah, that wasn't real. He fell over after he shot the gardener. Unless I'm racist, I don't. I think he's the gardener. Yeah, he was like the landscaper because he was telling him not to touch his wife. Really, I thought that was real. No. He got shot, but he oh the collapsed. gardener, yeah oh yeah 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 now I remember right 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 yeah I must have missed that I was trying to hang myself um a real movie <laughs> but I, but I mean whether it's real or not that was a cool scene like it yeah was, it was a great scene it was awesome that's that kind of sort of the mania that they were trying to go for and I thought it worked with that and the flashbacks were no fine. exactly all of his. Yeah. But like I said earlier, the the flashbacks, the um, hallucinations—they yeah. they work for me. Those were those were the most interesting part of the movie. But he had what was it, fifteen minutes of actual runtime? That yeah, it was. So you had an hour and a half to fill up with him just sitting around smoking a cigar. It's just, it's not interesting, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing happens, and there's no story. No. I wanted this to be good. I didn't actually care, if no. I'm being honest. But, just, this isn't even a good social studies movie either. That's what makes me sad. 
Like, you could never show this in a school. The kids wouldn't learn anything. Yeah. They'd see a lot of shit, though. They would see a lot of shit. Yeah. And I'll... And... Yeah. I, I, I get what you said. I don't... I, I don't know why... And maybe... It, I think you're going to put a lot of... on A lot of expectations on this movie. Any, on, on Trank's next movie, no matter what it is. If he made, like, a period drama or a stoner comedy or a Capone whatever you want to call this I'm not calling it a character study because there's no studying of any character because he doesn't say any like he never says I think I feel Capone never expresses like an actual emotion and Hardy just kind of grunts yeah confusion pretty much and anger he gets mad a couple of times mad at what (laughs) Um, whatever's going on in his brain can so you explain a, to me the scene where he was singing along to Wizard of uh, the Wizard of Oz? What What was that? What was that showing me? Cody, this is... What I'm not going to blame you for this because this is like a really deep philosophical reading of the movie. He had seen the Wizard of Oz in the past. Okay. That's it. Oh, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm sorry I asked. That was a stupid question. No, but like he, he, the the lyrics to this because he was singing along with the cowardly line about the song, like about how he's going to be the king of the forest, the forest. or whatever, like that. And like, oh, I get it, because Capone was the king of Chicago, king of the forest. Yeah, great. But like, yeah, like you said, literally so. <laughs> I, what is that that scene? What really? What does that? Yeah, what do we learn about Capone? That scene. That's the mistake of this movie is that we never. To understand where Capone is, you kind of have to understand where he's been, and that's mm-hmm. the the story of Al Capone, the the rise and fall of Al Capone's story. If this maybe would be an interesting sequel to a here's Al Capone's movie, and then you see those characters while they're doing gangster shit, and then you see how they haunt him and how he's affected in his final year of life. But the only we don't know Capone. We don't know. Have they made that movie yet? No, they made it kind of with the usual suspects. As close as they got, there hasn't been a full fledged Capone movie. Again, to my theory, Capone's not that interesting. I don't think, at least, but whatever. Um, and yeah, you just you just don't know who this character is to know how far he's fallen or if he's fallen at all. And that's just not good movie making. You don't. I, I just don't know why. I, again, I just don't know why it exists. I don't think there's anything to glean from this at all, which is cool, I guess. And I, I just, I, I don't know. It's it's more it, it's more a confusing movie than an outright one that makes me like annoyed or anything. Like that I just like, don't I don't know why any of these choices were made. I don't, and I would love to find out, but I don't want to find out because I don't. <laughs> Josh Trank is just such a beating. But at least he hasn't come out and be like, ah, these people don't get it. It's an awesome movie. It's not. It's not. But anyways. Um, I don't really have anything else. Yeah. Any final likes or dislikes? I can't think of a like, dude. You didn't like anything about this? Really? I mean, I guess I didn't really either. I mean, it was short. That was cool. It didn't take up two hours, yes. So good for you, Josh Rank. That's about it. 
Uh, film, kino, content, movie, <sighs> picture? How do we feel about it this? It is content that wants to be a film. Yeah, I would say so. That's a good that's a good read of it. And to grade it out, I got to give it a 1 out of the out of 10 cuz I just I mean the 1 is just Hardy is sometimes like I said the, the okay. visions that he has are interesting scenes. The the one with the eyes I start to like less and less because like what's the point of it? You know? Like mm-hmm. is there anything symbolically to like him leaving his eyes behind and gouging them out and just putting them on his bed? I don't know what there, if there's anything there, but those those other scenes on the street or in the in that concert hall or whatever, it's like okay, that's, that's a cool little pocket of interesting, and but it's unfortunately drowns in a sea of whatever. Again, you give me a movie where those <laughs> scenes did something, where the the flashbacks meant anything, mm-hmm. and you got a great movie. I think those were cool, or hell, make a. He should make a like a horror movie or, or something. I don't know. Yeah, that seems to be what he wants to do. The, the, but it was, those are the parts of Fantastic Four, and I understand Chronicle that he was most psyched about, and just make a horror movie. Chronicles, excellent movie. I still haven't seen it. You should see it. I don't want to. You see you need to see it. I just don't. I, didn't, I mean, I've seen. I've seen. Fantastic Fan Four Stick, and I've seen the movie that he made, seemingly no holds barred, and I'm not really sure there's anything to this guy. Just watch Chronicles, an hour and a half. <sighs> I don't, is Dane DeHaan in it? Uh huh. Oh shit! I can't watch it then. <laughs> He's like the main character. Fuck! I hate Dane DeHaan. <laughs> <laughs> Do they ever say anything along the lines of "I'm the Alpha Predator"? Dude, you've seen the movie. <laughs> I've, you've met, you've met, you quoted it a bunch. I'm just doing a bit. I am the apex predator. Oh, they does say apex. Lion, oh god. Does a lion feel bad for a gazelle? Oh man. No. What? A, yikes. Why should I feel bad if I hurt somebody? Em- <laughs> empathy, I guess. Listen, the movie's great. Okay. It's got young Michael B. Jordan in it before he was famous. Listen, if this was if this was good, I would have gone. I'd been more inclined to go back to check out what I missed with Chronicle, but that's yeah. a hard pass for me. Sorry, buddy. Sad. What's your grade? I'll give it two stars. Out of what? Ten. Yikes. I'll give it a three. What? What? Where's that three coming from? Um, Tom Hardy, one and two for the cool scenes. What about that three? The, it, it's two stars. Like, Oh, I see. Sorry. One plus two is three. In case you didn't know that. What's the one then coming from? Oh, I see. You get one. Okay. I got you. 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 So yeah, Cap won the movie. Not, not great. Not great. Better bank. Definitely better bank. Member FDIC. Uh, watch your name listening to. I double feature this with Guns Akimbo. That was a mistake. Bad? Oh, bad. It was. Really? Oh my God. That, movie, that movie felt like it was directed by an Xbox if you just shot a bunch of Mountain Dew into it. 
like through the through the vents, and then just like that Xbox made a movie. It was horrible. That doesn't sound bad. Daniel Radcliffe was good though. No, it's just it's so overly like. I hate, and uh, I hate this term, but it fits here for a re- weird reason. It's so overly stylized. Where like there's there's these crazy camera movements and there's graphics all over the place and it's like it's just it's uh, it's too much it's too much. The director is apparently a giant asshole, so and I forgot about that. So I kind of feel bad for watching it because like I'm giving him money technically. So damn it! But I'm also giving Daniel Radcliffe money, so that I think that cancels out. Um, <laughs> and Samara Reeves in it, so I guess I'm giving her money too. She's cool. Uh, but it's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's just so, <laughs> you know what? Here's my, here's, here's what I'll say about it. Final thoughts on Guns Akimbo. If you drew a Venn diagram of people who like Guns Akimbo and people who like ridiculousness, it would be a circle. <laughs> the same person. <laughs> That's a circle. So there you go. I got a long way to get there, but I eventually summed it up as best I could. That's scummy. That's a good letterbox review. I should change. (laughs) I'll delete and change it. (laughs) I just do it. I can't. That's That's funny. Thank you. Have you watched? I don't want to go on another. I know ridiculousness tangent. I'm just. I have watched ridiculousness. It's not very good. It feels like a bit. That show feels like it's a bit. Like there's no. Like it feels like a dare almost. The whole show, yeah. It's like, what if we got Rob Rob Deerdick, a skater that nobody knows that was in a relatively successful reality show with his security guard slash assistant, and what if we had him, hear me out, guys, telling jokes, keep, keep, stay with me, about viral videos, hold on, that everybody already saw six, that were not, that were originally out six years ago, and cater it to millennials who have who have access to the internet. Is that a million dollar idea or what? Um, obviously. That show <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> Literally every single clip on that show, it's like, oh, I remember seeing that in a Vine compilation 10 years ago. Or, oh, that was on Tosh.0 nine years ago. It's like, oh, man, that show is a beating. I've only, and I've only seen a little bit of it, but it's, just, it's so cringe, too. It's a cringe gold mine. Yep. He's not funny. And the show is built on him just standing there doing bits and telling one-liners. What's what's worse? What would you rather do, Cody? Answer this honestly. Watch six hours of ridiculousness or Scott's Tots five times in a row? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so let's see. Scott's Tots, that's five times is a half hour, so that's what, two and a half hours? Yeah. Is it the whole episode or just that part? Whole episode. Fuck. Um, and it's six hours of, of ridiculousness. Yeah, and they're all different episodes of ridiculousness, right? Uh huh. I probably watch ridiculousness. Wow. Wow. I know. Wow, Cody. I'd go insane. My heart would stop. From you need to watch like fifty hours of Rick and Morty to get that out of your system. <laughs> Can uh, I watch a hundred hours of Solar Opposites now on Hulu? Sure. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, I also rewatched um, a little movie from 2015 that I liked a lot, and now I'm just obsessed with The Man from Uncle with uh, Henry Cavill, Army Hammer, and Baby Girl Alicia Vikander. That is that might be the most pound for pound fun movie of the last like six years, five years or something like that. 
every moment of that just is such a blast. It's it's the closest movie in style since two Ocean's Eleven since Ocean's Eleven. Just every minute is like it's just snappy and it's moving and it's fun and it's about serious potentially serious things like in real life uh, you know stealing from a las vegas casino like if you get caught doing that you get shot on site right so with oceans 11 it just seems like such a like it it never feels like anybody's in danger but there are there are still stakes and that's kind of how this movie is and it's just so it's just such a fun movie I, i i cannot recommend that movie more Man from Uncle is an absolute delight. Mm-hmm. Weirdly feel good, but um, it's it's fucking funny. It is that movie's so funny. Uh, what is is Army Hammer's like really weird in real life, right? Yeah, he's a very weird guy. That's what I heard. Which That's I kind of like because he's he's ridiculously handsome. Like I, I think I, we were talking about Batman at one point. I was like, if you made it, if you went to a, if you designed a human being to play Batman, you'd come out with Army Hammer. He would be good, yeah, but. And, but in real life, he's just a complete weirdo. Like, he's like sucking on toes on t- Instagram and stuff. It's awesome. Get paid for that. I love Army Hammer. I stand. I stand him so hard. Pattinson's. Did you read the Pattinson article? <laughs> I didn't read it. I heard what he said, and I think it's hilarious. I love Robert Pattinson. What's funny he's is insane. that guy. Um, that guy who got really mad at him. Yeah. For it. So he does not realize he's doing it. A doesn't. Bit. Yeah, it's a joke. I just that's just so crazy. Like, do you see the quote where he's like, "I basically just like throw like Tabasco sauce in a can of tuna and eat it. Like I eat out of cans." Like, let him. There's nothing wrong with that. I oh, man, Pattinson's the best. God, I love him. <laughs> I just love that Nolan's like, "Yeah, I want to work with that guy." Yeah, Pattinson. We stand. We stand. Hilarious. The best. Um, watching listen to for you. Okay, I rewatched a movie called. What's it called? Resident Evil Apocalypse. Why? <laughs> I was bored, and I used to love that movie. So, have you seen it's Bad not Education good. yet? I have not. But you watched. But I watched. But, Resident but just Evil hear Apocalypse. this. Yeah, I watched two Resident Evil movies instead of watching that. I need you to realize that. What the hell? And I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> I've been watching a show on Netflix called Last Kingdom. What's Very it good. Um, it is about a guy in medieval England trying to get his land back. And he does it by killing people. It's really good. Wait, what? They used to do that? A lot. Wow. So you're saying that people killing each other for land is common? Mm-hmm. Huh. Learn something new every day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What was I going to say to that? I finished the Witcher 3 game. Wow, you're so, so cool. Very good game. You're just mad. I am mad that you don't play good games. MLB 20, the show's out. Have you played that? No, why would I play a fucking sports game? Because you miss baseball. I don't care about baseball. What? It's not the 1940s anymore. Baseball doesn't mean anything. You say that, but on average, baseball players are the best paid athletes. 
So? So that's fucking hysterical. Because they're both, because they're useless? No, because NFL is, the NFL is like the biggest thing in the big, one of the biggest industries the United States has, and those players get paid shit compared to baseball players. Like, Imagine. Like when a quarterback signs a contract, like a big contract, they'll sign a contract for like six years, $130 million, with $82 million guaranteed. When a baseball player signs a four-year contract for $80 million, $80 million is guaranteed. And they have a lot less wear and tear on their bodies. It's just it's just always been hysterical to me that the NFL is as powerful and as big as it is, and yet, like, they make shit money in comparison. I mean, they don't deserve the money they make anyway, so it's okay. That's capitalism, baby. The free market has decided. It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. Well, yeah, but, like, it's capitalism, Cody. I thought, I thought the economy... Would sort these things out. I don't understand. So you're saying that people shouldn't make a lot of money for contributions to society that aren't as valuable as contributions and jobs that are more important. Mm -hmm. What are you, some fucking commie? Yes. No, I'm not. Communism doesn't work. Um, Listen, if, if it was done correctly, it would work. No, <laughs> Cody, you gotta you listen to me, please. I'm telling you, if it was done correctly, it could work. The only way it could work is if it didn't go against basic human <laughs> behavior. Listen though, Superman, Red Sun, they show that it can work. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I need you to. Bl- I need sorry. you to understand yeah. this. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. My bad. Here's what I think. I think we should just. I think we should, like, for five years, we should just try out communism just to see what it feels like. Like, we'll go back if it doesn't work out, but if it works out, go for it, you know? We almost ended the world to avoid that. Yeah, and then Vietnam happened. We got embarrassed. We got played hard. God. Imagine losing Vietnam. You don't have to imagine. It happened. Oh, imagine losing Afghanistan. Nobody's, we haven't literally, we have not won a war in so long. Everything has been a draw. That's not the Afghanistan I was talking about, just so you know. Oh, I don't know what other Afghanistan you're talking about. I was talking about the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. They lost in Afghanistan? Oh yeah, they lost, it was their Vietnam, it was the exact same thing happened. That's embarrassing. Was Putin in charge <laughs> at that point, or no? Um, no. But you want to know my favorite, one of my favorite pieces of trivia for that? Yes. Um, so, during that, the U.S. funded some Contras, you know, as they are off to do. And <laughs> one of the, the Contras that was being funded was called the Mujahideen. Oh, Mujahideen, yeah. Yeah. Famously led by one Osama bin Laden. I've heard of him. We gave that guy so much money and guns and stuff. <laughs> and then he went, he turned around and used it on us 20 years later. What? What a twist. Uh, next week. I don't know. I feel like Scoob's coming out, but I don't really want to talk about that. So we'll did, see. No, we actually, yeah. Was it really only, I think we actually did a week. 
this time. It was yeah. actually only a week. Yeah. Rona. It's crazy. Rona hit hard. But until then. Wait, hold on. What? I have one last question. What? About Cap One. Okay. Are you mad that you had to spend ten dollars to watch that? No, not really. I'm not. I mean, I'm not really spending money on much else these days. So. I just, I just wish I didn't have to. Listen, I'm just, it. I'm just glad I got to see a new movie. I'm, I'm you know. I'm really getting That's stressed fair. that I, I I I'm really getting stressed that my list at the end of the year is going to be woefully sh- small compared to years past, and I'm just trying to I'm just glad I can build out my number five is going to be Capone. Capone is the bottom of my list. I got 14 movies on my rank list. It and Guns of Kimbo at the bottom, so I'm really beefing that one out. But anywho. Uh, until next time, you can follow us at underscore Reflex on the Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. Check us out on Spotify. Send us an email, RefluxPodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, Cody, sign up. Goodbye. Then there was no sound at all, but the clock upon the wall. Then the door burst open wide, and my daddy stepped inside. Chicago die